Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. Today, I am not over-caffeinated. It was, it's probably a mistake. I am underprepared, as usual, on brand. <laughs> These notes are probably going to make the show worse, you know? Like, you don't, I don't, we've, we've tested it, and unprepared makes for better pod. Isn't that right, Vic? I have I have note thoughts, but I'll let you finish the intro before I go off the rails. <laughs> I'm here as always. I'm Mary Catherine Ham with my friend Vic Mattis of the Free Beacon and the podcast The Sub Beacon, which you can t- t- check out on Patreon for a slightly more racy version of Vic. How are you doing today? <laughs> Only slow, slightly. Yeah, originally it was very much like black and white, right? I mean, there was very much of a divide between sort of morning show me. And then sub beacon late night because we do record. We record the sub beacon at nine thirty p.m. Eastern Bless Standard you. Time, and we don't finish till about eleven p.m. And so you know anything can happen. But now it's just beginning to melt, and then I can't tell. It, it, like the lines have been blurred. You're talking about notes, by the way. A long time ago, I did a radio show. Fred Barnes invited me to. Uh, he did a show on Radio America. Remember Radio America? I do. Yes, and I went on with him and Mark Falkoff from AEI and I, cause I had written something and I just brought like my magazine article. And then I just started to read from the article and just started. And once you start reading, you can't break out of it and you can't actually improvise or, or, or interact with people. And there was just this awkward silence as they could see me really like otherwise i can't respond to you right now i'm in the middle of reading i'm reading yeah yeah but you know what but i mean i I write out scripts all the time i'm reading right here now i listeners were asking some of them were concerned about a jawbone update so let me give you a jawbone update yes that's right because as you know the other day so i had gone to the dentist because of this lump in my jaw so i go in to my dentist the great dr kusamano who by the way that's the same name as the dentist neighbor in The Sopranos, Coos. I was going to say, that sounds like a very cool dentist, and that must it's be why great I think name. that. Yes, and a, a, a Georgetown Dental School alumnus. That school doesn't even exist anymore, but, you know, he's an older fellow, nice guy. Came in, they had me do a, what you call a panoramic x-ray, which is ridiculous. You know, it's this machine that goes oh, around. yeah. Even my head. So actually, it actually presses against my face. So most people, it doesn't touch. It just goes. For you, it's like a mammogram. <laughs> it's just squishing. <laughs> no, it's just squishing. Yeah, that's right. On my head, it was like a breast. It just really just squished together <laughs> and then wiped across my face. So I do this and then he comes back and then he asks me if I'm in any pain. I said, I don't feel any pain. And he says, let's take a look at it. And then he starts reaching in with his like hands like, almost like taking my mouth apart, like both hands and their fingers pressing down, feeling this thing that I don't, I say, it doesn't hurt per se. I mean, you bang on a tooth eventually, you know, it feels a little, it hurts, but not really. And so he says, your, your gums look healthy. The x-ray is negative. There's no anomalies. There's no black spots. It's not an abscess or a cyst or anything. He says, that's bone. That's your bone. And I'm like, okay, that's bad news because why is my bone just you know, what is it doing? To, why is it? Yeah, why is it doing this? So there's a thing called uh, mandibular torus, and it's like a bone that starts to pop out. And it's uh, it happened. This is a lovely conversation for people in the morning, isn't it? <laughs> Look, it's a morning show for any hour. It, it, it is could, really. It could be listening it to it, it at any time. The one of the common causes is bruxism. Do you know what bruxism is? I do not. It's a fancy word for grinding teeth. Yeah, I am a terrible teeth grinder. I have to wear a mouth guard. I sometimes don't. And I remember I was waking up one morning without it and feeling pain. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I think that might have been the beginning. 
there's no real treatment for it. You just have it. Uh, and they say, even if you decided to get some, it's not like, you know, anything's popping out, but if like, if you decided to have it removed, sometimes it just grows back. So it doesn't well, actually, it's, it's not distending my face, right? My face. Yeah. I mean, and normal, also I think but... there's the potential that you could look very lantern jawed in the, uh, <laughs> In the aftermath of this, you know, well, I mean, the, a, my fear, my fear is that over time, if you like without treatment, I'll look, I'll start looking like meth addicts, you know, meth no, addicts no, 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 this is, I'm, out of I'm thinking face. more like a, like an Asian Gaston, you know, very oh. masculine. Wait a minute. Well, oh, 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 Gaston from Beauty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that Beauty and the Beast? Is he yeah. the Beast? Uh, oh, no, no, he's the other guy. He's he the other quite, guy. He's quite handsome. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, muscularly speaking with the same, yeah. we, we'll get to a discussion of working out later. Mary Catherine, how are you? I'm okay. I this is a real first world problem we're gonna go over right now. I'm what a, else is this show for? But I know, right? Problem. I I had I have had either three or four. I can't actually I can't actually tally them. I'm not sure. MacBook airs die on me in two oh, years. Man. This is in like two my years. nightmare. I this is bad. So here's here's the problem. Before this adventure trying to replace my macbook air i had had a macbook for MacBook seven air. or eight years that worked mm -hmm. just pretty great i believe i got it in about 2014 or so yeah. around 2020 mm -hmm. the battery starts having trouble eventually the updates are not going to work i mm -hmm. know how the planned obsolescence goes right yes. we, were up, we were up against that wall yeah. so i said okay conspiracy i'm gonna be mature just kidding my husband was like you really need to replace that <laughs> <laughs> that I want to hang on to forever. No, I, and, uh, I feel the same way. And so we got a new one and I thought, okay, great. This will, I, I can, I can do this. As long as he pulls the trigger on spending the money, it's fine with me. Right. I, I have a, I have an aversion to that, but I'll just pass yeah. it off to him. So I get the, get the, computer. and you're a Mac pre, you are a hardcore Mac person. Like I am. I, I don't I like am. PCs. Well, and I don't want to relearn a system. That's no, my main thing. No, it's not a, no. it's not a super brand loyalty thing. It's just like all my stuff is wrapped up in this yeah. cult and I can't get yeah. out of it. I just how to save dot, how to save a file, how to, yeah, there's some things in the trash, you know, I'm, just like I'm over simple 40. stuff. There, there's no exit from my operating system Same. at this point in my Same. life. Okay. Same. So, so I get the new one. The first one's a lemon. Okay. All right. We return it. All right. Second they, one. No, when you return it, do they acknowledge, oh, you're right. This is not good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Second one and third one fell one time each Ooh. and on a carpeted floor oh. and the screen went out one fall that's yeah on a carpeted which, floor if i i didn't keep track of how many times i dropped the 2014 sure. uh macbook but it was many 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 times and then we i think we got a fourth one which i always thought seemed off and i was like i don't think this is charging right and my husband's like you're probably just not charging it fair <laughs> and so i thought i thought it must be me it must be me it's, it's not the computer it's me because no, no, how, how could we possibly get a, no. another bad one it's no an uh, it was the computer took it took it to apple they sent it off to get fixed but here's the problem in the meantime i gotta find a backup so i'm plugging in every 2014 or before mac that i have trying to find the old dongles and are things you, that match are, are you you know by next week's episode you're going to be down to the power mac Yes. And then after that, the, the, the Apple 2E or the, 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 the Macintosh. The, or, the yeah. Macintosh? You know what I liked? I liked those, uh, those colorful sided ones, the iMac. Was that what it was? 
They have this in my, in my original, first newsroom. The original reboot of yeah. Mac when Steve Jobs, I think, came back was the different color. What was your color? I had a teal one, but that was issued to me by my newspaper. So that, that was oh, sitting I think at that my was, desk. I think teal was the standard color. Mm. Mine was green. Nice. Good <laughs> green, choice. Which Good is, choice. which is, you know, and, 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 and great, you know, it had a great modem connection. You know, it's, it was real yeah. state of the bing, art. Bing, yeah, bing. yeah, it was great. So right now I am coming to you from the 2014 Mac. It is it That's is rehabilitated. Exciting. Yeah. Thanks to my husband who saw me, Steve saw me, you know, banging on various computers, getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> I, I have well, a very I, I have a very yeah. boomer approach to technology, which is like hit the hit the keys harder yes. and this will happen. Yeah. And uh and so he intervened to make sure that I didn't destroy anything before my other computer comes back. Right. Allegedly fixed, we shall see. So I, I your thinking is end of the day they just don't make these things the way they used to yes that's no, no, which is yeah, a no, very boomer thing to say and no, I, but I, I think it's actually like, true what yes. what what the internet told me what my, my twitter replies told me is that i hit a bad phase of production so i just happened there were one or two years in there where they changed the way they were doing this particular uh-huh. kind uh-huh. i don't want to get into the mac nerd weeds but <laughs> but they told me that 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 area of time was a was a bad slice and i got computers only in that one and now i and here i am here i am i'm I'm trying to make it work does your does your 2014 mac still have like old games on it (laughs) It are you playing minesweeper no but it has like weird it has like uh weird screenshots and stuff of bills that i probably didn't pay and like like oh i gotta i gotta get to that oh that's funny (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. So someday I, I'll get to that Dominion Energy bill from 2013. That, that's right. That's right. It's there for you. Uh, I, I can do a great, I can, I can hand you on a great transition. I can hand off to you. The, oh, I uh, had one though. Oh, you had one. Okay. Well, yes. you use yours. Go ahead. Speaking Go. of old broken down hardware, let's talk oh, about hey. Russia and Ukraine. Oh, hey. Very well. Very they well do, done. They actually do have a hardware problem. Well, so now I want to hear Yes. You. Oh, okay. Well, I noticed you. You know, one of my favorite games of the Apple IIe was Raid Over Moscow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Either way, either way. All righty. Russia, uh, this is the New York Times reporting, as Russia stalls in Ukraine, dissent brews over Putin's leadership. Also, news breaking sort of recently that America has plans to accept 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. Uh, so that will be forthcoming. Basically, in, in Russia, that things are not going to plan. In Ukraine, yeah, if we're right. we're about a month into this special operation that Putin himself believed would be about three days, yeah. and uh, it's not. I think one of my favorite parts about uh, this article is uh, even <laughs> that that Russian propaganda is claiming that the slog is a consequence of the military's care to avoid harming civilians. As we watch wow. Mariupol just be, yeah, I was going to say they've done such a great job. If you look yeah. at Mariupol, uh, but as happens in authoritarian governments the folks who putin thinks are responsible for this failure they are being put elsewhere yes. disappeared not pictured with putin yeah. various defense well i guess not defense department whatever they call it defense ministry heads sort of sort of disappearing from the picture russia last accounted for its combat losses 3 weeks ago 498 deaths but american tolls uh, suggest a conservative toll would be more like 7000 that's right that's right. For perspective, Russia says it lost 11,000 service members in a decade of fighting in Chechnya. So, whew. Yeah. 
this is not a trickle. It's pretty serious. I, you know, that meme, which has been so overdone, like to death of, from that movie downfall where Hitler's asking, you know, what happened to Steiner's army and why hasn't he attacked? And, and, and then everybody uses it for everything now for different things with the subtitles and the, you know, nevertheless, it's, it's an amazing movie. And, uh, I still can't help but think of that actual, you know, scene where, you know, you know, he's wondering, Hitler's wondering what happened to, you know, Steiner's attack. And, you know, Steiner was like outnumbered 10 to one against the Russians. And so, and of course, but they're too scared to tell him that. Yes. And so, and, and, and what happens is and you have this sort of authoritarian, as you were saying, this it's a top-down governance. And all these generals want to do is curry favor with Putin by telling him things he wants to hear. And then when things don't go right, they're too scared to tell him that they're not going right. And so there they are. And he's asking, you know, why haven't we taken Kiev yet? Or, you know, where is, you know, where is, where is Gerasimov? Oh, he's dead, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's, Where's that's this the guy. Oh, he's in a, he's in a camp. We put him in a camp. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. he's, oh, he's been arrested. No. And this is uh, again to the New York Times throughout Ukraine. Russian forces have now largely stalled. In fact, uh, Ukraine had pretty significant victories taking back some territory north of Kiev that had been yeah. uh, sort of counter the, the very, the very beginning of fighting sort of happened there at the beginning of this month-long campaign now. But analysts caution that the military setbacks will not deter Mr. Putin, who has cast the war at home as an existential one for Russia and is increasingly signaling to the Russian public to prepare for a long fight. So that, that is where we stand. Uh, Zelensky continues, of course, to, to lobby for as much help as possible, intelligence, hardware, and we, we went over some of the things that America's given. That's like right. That's that, right. Uh, He's... Obviously, the, the advantage of um, American help and, and European help is a lot of these are in forms of very portable and very nimble mm-hmm. tools to use on a battlefield, whereas Russia's plan is the opposite of nimble and portable. I mean, they are going full on just tanks yeah. and lines. It's a very, a very old style of warfare. It is. It is. It's, 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 very, it, it's very conventional. I, I, don't, I don't know what Putin's hope is to achieve here at this point over the long term, because, you know, the isolation and the sanctions, you know, do have some sort of a dragging effect on him, his friends, the oligarchs, the economy. But I, I can't imagine him expecting that at this point in time, uh, Ukraine will just surrender because they're going to drag him down with them in, in this, you know, awful situation. It's a cauldron. The only thing I can think of that would be to Putin's advantage is if, you know, Biden in Brussels with NATO try to craft some sort of a, a peace deal and say, you know, if you withdraw your forces, sure, you maybe you can stay in the Donbass and Luhansk, then, then we could just forget the whole thing. You know, just start over. And that would really be really bad, I think. Um, I mean, all options are fraught with peril. Yeah. That's happy right. week, that's, everybody. That's right. Happy, happy week. Happy week. And, 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 and Zelensky himself, you know, I mean, he, he you know, it, it's a little bit of an, oh, he's gotten into a bit of an overreach with some of the asks, obviously, yeah. you know, in, in terms of the original ask for the no-fly zone. And, and then he tried to guilt Israel into uh, sending it because Israel is such a superpower that, you know, that, you know, like sending them, you know, iron well, gun, which they technically really can't. But yeah. Anyway. So I, I also think he has a, um, I think as a performer uh, yeah. and as somebody who's deeply familiar with the media landscape. Uh, by the way, you can watch his show on Netflix now, which is just a bizarre thing about modern life. Uh-huh. He he sort of knows when to get back on camera. Yeah. And that is part of the information warfare. And it's yeah. part of lobbying the world in, in defense of 
the Ukrainian people, he's sort of like, oh, you guys have gone through your two weeks of not, you know, not being able, you, you're paid attention yeah. for a little while. I know you're waning. I'm going to mm-hmm. pop in and say hi to Congress. You've gone another week. I know that That's things right. are, things are uh, feeling pretty distant to you. I'm going to pop up again. And even if it is with a, with an ask, it's meant to be part of a negotiation and also to catch attention. That's right. Uh, I, I have to say, I'm, I, I, I underestimated Americans' uh, interest and willingness to get so engrossed as did in, I. Uh, in the Ukraine uh, uh, conflict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so think, I mean, and I think care. he sort of gave them an entry. He's an entree into to understanding yes. this in, in some respects, and is is good at communicating about it. Anyway, back on to domestic politics, where plenty of senator yes. knows how to find his TV moment. Do, do they not? That's, they love this it. Is, this is their moment. This is really their moment. As as I said, I can't get too worked up about uh, this nomination. To to me, this is the way the cookie crumbles. Elections have consequences. This is a liberal leaning justice with whose Very. philosophy I'm not going to agree. No, she's and, a public uh, defender. It'll be a and, first, right? And then we'll do the thing, and she'll be on the court. I yeah, I can object to various statements of hers or various mm-hmm. cases but it, the whole thing i'm not a i'm not too worked up and some would say that that is bad but i actually some on both sides would say that's bad i, I was gonna be, say i should be a yes. excited about the no. histor- historic nature i the other thing is and this is this goes to sort of personality as a shortcut to to uh to winning favors she seems just sort of like a like a winning personality when you watch her she's engaging and yeah. that kind of that kind of earns you quite a few points yeah. on the public. Well, she's stage. certainly dodging all the big questions, you know. Oh my gosh! Including yes. what is a woman? But <laughs> that one. Know. So that one is one where it's like, oh, it, things are weird, man. Things yeah. are weird. In the olden days, in the olden days, meaning you know, the '90s, you know, in and, and even in the aughts. If someone were in that situation would be asked, what is a woman? You would say, well, a woman has these body parts versus a man has these body parts. And, or, and that yeah. easy answer for her would have been like, uh, well, I'm I'm one. And uh, it's an honor for me to be to be nominated as possibly the first black woman on the court. She could have done that. There you she go. That. How are you going to argue with that? <laughs> I, 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 I am, uh, you know, again, uh, she's doing very well. And, and in terms of certainly avoiding uh, a lot of the uh, controversies. But I think uh, what what gets my attention and gets me worked up is the reaction to the senators' questions and the outrage that how yes. dare these senators ask because it's so much worse than Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, my gosh. So oh, much yeah. worse. I'm glad you brought that up, Vic, uh, because there is an op-ed uh, in the Washington Post. Oh. Republicans boast they have not pulled a Kavanaugh. In fact, they've treated Jackson worse. All right. It's if if that is the case, it is strange that the TV networks have not aired the totally baseless gang rape accusations part of the confirmation process. Yes. Have we seen that? Have we yes. seen that? Because I haven't no, seen that. I yet. must have missed that. I must have. That was during my lunch break or something. I missed that. The fact is, even if I think that Republicans are grandstanding, yes, in some cases, even if I disagree with their take on her various positions. For instance, I think it's okay to have issues with mandatory minimums, but I also might say giving a child sex offender who has materials of child pornography three Mm -hmm. months, that might be a little too lenient for me, right? These are all reasonable lines of inquiry. That's right. Completely reasonable. 
Yeah, that's right. And and and, and again, the how quickly they forget the careful analysis and scrutiny of a high school yearbook. Yes, tell us about the buffing or the boofing. Yeah, boofing. What was it? Boofing? Boof, boof. Uh, yeah, boof. Oh, it's flatulence. Well, well, <laughs> well, what do you mean by, you know, just get him to talk about these yeah. things. And again, Sheldon uh, Whitehouse asking him about quarters as if he's never played quarters. And I have no idea what that means. What is quarters? You know, I mean, just give me a break. Again, these, and, and, and of course, like I mentioned on the, on the last episode, they've just doubled down because now it's no longer, oh, you know, it's, has nothing to do with sort of the, they've forgotten about these witnesses who turn out to be not able to corroborate any right. of well, uh, Blasey Ford's allegations. Instead, so they just say, oh, he was, he was credibly accused. No, no. So credibly accused is the, is the shorthand. They, they of course dismiss that oh. there were all these other accusations that were completely bonkers and yeah. didn't even, did had no basis in reality, yeah. including an allegation that he was leading some sort of gang rape ring as a high schooler. And That's this was, right. I believe That's this was right. the Michael Avenatti push. That is exactly theory. right. Oh, he um, had to get in on that. So this is the editorial. Dur during the hearings, Republicans such as Senator Lindsey O. Graham of South Carolina have congratulated themselves for declining to treat Judge Jackson the way Democrats handled the nomination of Brett M. Kavanaugh. In fact, by the most relevant measures, Mr. Graham and a handful of Judiciary Committee Republicans have handled themselves worse. A woman credibly accused Mr. Kavanaugh of sexual assault. Democrats rightly asked the Credible. committee to investigate. After a superficial FBI review, Republicans pressed forward with his nomination. In the end, it was Mr. Kavanaugh who behaved intemperately, personally attacking Democratic senators and revealing partisan instincts that raised questions about his commitment to impartiality. I guess by this Ugh. they mean that he was angry, that he was accused of Right? Yeah, without <laughs> was, a shred of evidence. That, without that a shred of, of evidence. So, yeah, and again, let me just briefly go over. These are the four things I use when I'm trying to figure out in a public square whether I should be mm -hmm. convicting someone of a sexual yeah. Uh, yeah. allegation. Uh, number one, there's a named accuser. Number two, can we gather any information about an MO where this person has done this kind of thing repeatedly? Three, are there physical um, sort of whereabouts that we can match up, that we know that these people might have been in the mm -hmm. same place at the same time? Four, were there contemporaneous reports of this thing to either friends or law enforcement? It doesn't have to be law enforcement, but something contemporaneous that we can that we can put together. In the case of Christine Bosley Ford, there was one thing. There was a named accuser who, by the way, didn't want to be named. The Democrats yeah. decided they were going to use this at the end of the confirmation That's hearing right. and, that was and the, outed it. The Feinstein controversy. Then Democrats on the Judiciary Committee used every possible nonsense accusation drummed up by the likes of Avenatti to add, quote, evidence where there was no evidence yeah. to this first accusation. The location of the party was never determined. The uh, date of the party was never determined. And as I noted last time, the standard of trying to prove that you were not at a party of undisclosed <laughs> location, time, and uncertain guest list 35 years ago is not a standard that anyone should be held to. Yeah, the, the burden of proof is on you. The guy who's been accused yeah. is uh, then, it's... then Democrats on the committee asked the FBI to investigate. The FBI, of course, has investigated Brett Kavanaugh like seven times because mm -hmm. he's been yeah. up for various judges. They, 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 they extended it. it yeah, they do yeah. this as a matter of course. They had done it before, before he went up for this nomination. They spend seven days looking into this specific allegation. But of course, because it's very hard to investigate something with no date and no place of mm. certainty, 
They went and talked to all the people who might have been there. Leland Kaiser, the one friend who was supposed to have been at Mm -hmm. this party, could not corroborate the story. And then months later, told reporters that she didn't buy the story. That's right. And she's the one one on her side. Yes. And the one thing they did discover was that people on the Ford side of the argument Mm -hmm. lobbied Leland Kaiser to change her testimony and to say that she could corroborate the story, pressured her to lie. And I think she quite bravely did not succumb to that pressure because she could not corroborate it. It's, it is so, impressive that she was able yeah. to uh, not uh, fold under that. What must be enormous pressure to so be a false me, witness. Forgive me if I don't think that Ted Cruz's like chart is quite so problematic in the light of this. It's yeah, it's yeah. a bit much, you know, they can ask questions about sentencing and leniency. I mean, after all, this is the first time that, you know, we're having potentially a public defender, you know, on the Supreme Court. But as far as they're concerned, Kavanaugh got off easy because he got confirmed. And now we have a rapist on the Supreme Court. Uh, That's the way they see it. I mean, that is the way they see it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's remarkable. At any rate, look, but like I said, I can't get super worked up about it. I think she's, you know, generously yeah. left of center and liberal in her philosophy. And I was prepared for that because that's the way this works. And she'll be uh, recusing herself. In, 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 uh, yes, that's a free beacon, free beacon story that I, I came across uh, about how she will recuse herself in the upcoming case about Harvard and alleged discrimination against Asian American students. Right. She sits on a board of Harvard's, uh, thereby sort of mm-hmm. casting doubt on whether she could be impartial about this particular case. That's right. She was on the board of overseers, but, and, and in addition to that, she had moderated a panel that was promoting how to, you know, advance racial diversity with the understanding, by the way, that, you know, Asian Americans don't count towards racial diversity. I mean, that's the thing that they're not the right, right. kind of minority. I mean, this that's is the whole, the, 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 minorities. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole crux of, of, of this case of, of my people. So I should just say off the, on the record that I am a little bit biased here. Yeah. Are, are you uh, recusing uh, yourself, Vic? It is. I'm, you know, I look, I look back and I think maybe this is why I didn't get into Princeton. You know, maybe this is, is that, is that what it happened? Was the, it was my, it was my ethnicity. No. And it will be interesting because then if she recuses herself, you have eight justices going to be ruling about it this summer and the potential for a draw four, four. I mean, it could be five, three, but if it's a four, four, then the, uh, then the appellate ruling stands. And also, I should have put like a, a slight content warning on this because some of the discussion of of cases in this confirmation hearing do oh. contain adult thing, adult yeah, themes. Sure. So I'm trying to be sort of delicate about it. But uh, the New York Times covered the one case that Senator Hawley has has talked about a lot, which is it was an 18 or 19 year old boy mm-hmm. uh, or 18 or 19 year old man accused of having and distributing via email images of a child pornographic nature some of them quite disturbing, as you might imagine. This is a case where you had an 18-year-old who possessed and distributed hundreds of images of 8-year-olds and 9-year-olds and 10-year-olds, and you gave him, frankly, a slap on the wrist of three months. Senator, I don't don't remember whether it was um, distribution or possession in the law. It was both. Do you regret it? In in the law, there are different uh, crimes that, People commit Judge, you gave him three area. months. My question is, do you regret it or not? Senator, what I regret is that in a hearing about my qualifications to be 
a justice on the Supreme Court, we've spent a lot of time focusing on this small subset of my sentences, and I've tried to explain You regret that we're focusing time. on your cases? I don't understand. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the fact that you're talking about Child pornography seven cases? very serious cases. I'm glad we agree on that. Don't you some, think we should be some, some, on? Of which, some of which involve conduct that I sentenced people to 25, 30 years. Three months before. in this case, Judge. Now, look, again, I think you can make different judgment based on different levels of even horrendous crimes, right? I think... Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we should be able to have an, an intelligent and mature conversation about that. But this is certainly something with which one could take issue. He got a three month sentence. Let's talk about why that was, why it was so low. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk. Can adult. we talk about it? This right. is he's a, a confirmation. He's a full adult man. Uh, he's a full That's adult man. So his his age wasn't actually that close. I, I get when you're talking about an 18 year old and a 17 year old mm-hmm. cut off. Sure. Puts sure. you in a weird position. Yeah. This is not what that was. What what gets me about it? Is it first the questions are in bounds? Of course, what the New York Times does is say this is a QAnon question. Because to talk about this at all aligns you with the QAnon conspiracy. And it's like, okay, but we, this is a real thing that happens in the real world. Could we just have a a discussion about it? And then the New York Times sort of asks us to sympathize with the offender. Mm -hmm. He did plead guilty. Because he is, and I just, I just like how this frames it, a gay boy from a religious family that strongly disapproved of homosexuality, Mr. Hawkins was driven by a kind of curiosity about the images, according to his lawyer. His connection to the people in them set, seemed, his lawyer said, to be one of identifying rather than exploiting them sexuality. <laughs> next, sexually. Next, next paragraph. Many of the images were, however, extremely disturbing, showing, and I'm not even going to get into the, okay. the details, but... Why why is it unreasonable to ask about this, but yeah. it's reasonable to ask your audience to just like kind of understand the distribution of these Do you like beer? Images? <laughs> oh, sorry. <sighs> yeah, no, right. And, and of course, any sort of opposition toward, or, or skepticism towards her, it gets branded as some form of racism or sexism. Yes, right? because we're big baby people. Yeah. Baby yeah, people. Yeah, that's right. And you mentioned on the last episode, Mary Catherine Janice Rogers Brown, but you wanted to also mention Clarence Thomas. Oh, yes. Just a shout out to Clarence Thomas, who had, in, the, in the past week was hospitalized with uh, yeah. flu-like symptoms that they determined was some kind of infection. The good news in the, is that means the infection is being treated uh, aggressively if he's in the hospital. So, and that those things can get out of hand. So we we just pray for the best for him. And that he's. They say he, the the statement from the court seemed to suggest he was still involved in listening to things remotely. Yes. And so we just hope we get a clean bill of health ASAP. Those, there there are others on Twitter who do not wish that, but I'm not yeah. going to get into that. Nor would I do yeah. the same to the other side's justices. There you go. Boo. Good for boo. Us. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. That's right. Be careful you know, with those antibiotic regimens. They'll you know what it's time for? Rip you. They'll strip you bare. Go ahead. <laughs> it's true. It's time. It's time for a mask update, Vic. Oh, hey. You know, as as I as I say, it has always been my aspiration to be a a mask correspondent for a podcast, hey. and here I am. It's everything you always wanted. I know. Here I am. No. So the the issue remains a little live. I think. I think you know we're in the waning days. Of of the mask mandates, right? And yeah, no, I actually, I and like I will read some reviews later. But I did come across a funny one that was like, "Quit complaining about masks." Five stars. <laughs> 
And okay. uh, all right, and, we'll try. So right, here's the thing. Listening. We'll try. I think people who live in middle America, the South, who have been living mm -hmm. life normally for a long time are like, why is, why is this a thing? Yeah. Well, it is a thing in a lot of major metro areas. Kids are kids continue to be uh, sort of the forcibly masked down to toddlers in many mm, places toddlers. with not a lot of. I had a I had a friend who was dealing with this in in L.A. just this week because the school wants to not allow mask optional, even though even L.A.'s school district is like, OK, we got to give on this one finally. Yeah. So it's a fight that remains. And I do think it's really bad for kids. And I just want yeah. to get to the finish line. Anyway, we have um, Chicago, too, by the way. Oh, yes. We have uh, oh, uh, also the the airlines got together and asked the federal government to get rid of the federal travel mandate. So that'll matter for all of us if if we wish to travel in the future. So I appreciate there being movement on that. We'll see where it goes. It's a, that was a mandate that was supposed to expire April or March 18th, and they pushed it to April 18th. April 18th, but you have it. And it was like a, of like the 10 major airline CEOs. Yeah. So wait around for April 18th. When we get the word, it will be May 18th. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Anyway, new newly based Dr. Leanna Wen is is causing enough growth. Newly based. That's yeah. Thank that's, you. You know what? Based Leanna Wen would have been really helpful a year ago. That's, but uh, anyway, she she tweeted this week something that you know would have made me a psychopath like a year ago. I mean that that was that was the take on this kind of rhetoric. So here's Leanna Wen, CNN colleague, doctor. For those who don't agree that the vaccinated can return to pre-pandemic normal, I ask, what should we all do? Perpetual masking? Forever not downing, dining out? Avoiding large weddings and indoor gatherings, etc.? Virtually everything has risk, and zero COVID is not a viable strategy. Wow. So, that take is, take is hot from the, Dr. Wynn. The risk thing is, is a big deal. And again, I can't imagine, and as I've said before, for the COVID cautious who had these people on their side, they must feel so terribly betrayed because it's one thing to say, well, if it's governor Ron death, Sanus, who is anti-science, that's one thing for him to say that and all the Trumpers, but, but, you know, Dr. Leanna, Wen, former head of Planned Parenthood, how could she say, what, what is she thinking? That's crazy. Well, don't and she, so doesn't she know the immunocompromised need this from this moment on for the rep forever. Well, and again, you know, Twitter's not real life, so don't, uh, you know, take yeah. it, always take it with a grain of salt. But tweets like this are always oh. inundated with just an incredible number of people very upset with this notion. Yeah. Uh, Pundit, who writes for hotair.com, says, I read the replies to her tweet, assuming there'd be a parade of righties dunking on her for having been a hard ass about restrictions for yeah. so long. But no, turns out it's mostly forever pandemic people dunking on her for believing that the masks should ever come off. And, and yeah. it, this is what it is. So the, one of the That's responses, one of the responses from a, fr a fellow blue check is, so Dr. Leanna Wynn says, we have no responsibility to our fellow Americans. The sick, immunocompromised, the disabled and unvaccinated should take precautions, but the rest of us owe them nothing. This is a reading from the gospel of selfishness. God save our souls. Wow. Okay. Okay, man. This, this is to ignore that for two years, we crippled the economy. Mm -hmm. We told people to stay home and in many cases lose employment watch their watch their businesses die mm -hmm. keep their children out of school for a year which also compounded the businesses yep. dying and particularly women leaving the workplace 
wore masks. Actually, the polling on American mask compliance is not what the left would tell you it is. There were a lot of people willing to do that. Yeah. Wore masks and then and were berated the entire time by these exact people for not yeah. doing anything. We didn't do anything. Well, we did a lot. And a lot of it was very harmful. Yeah. In other ways. That's right. And 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 now they're like. You selfish a-hole. Well, that's what you've been calling me the whole time, man. Like, <laughs> I, well, I, and again, the, th the, the thing about the immunocompromised is they're going to have to take the precautions that they've always had to take. And that's the yeah. way it's, that's the way it's been. If, again, if you're on chemo, for example, you cannot be anywhere near fresh flowers. It does not mean we must ban fresh flowers. It's that these people, unfortunately, have to avoid places or be in rooms where that is I think so. And that's why they always tell you, like, don't bring, you know, flowers to the hospital, right? Because of for certain, you know, people are, you know, for that reason alone, but they don't close down the florist, you know, right. as a result of that. It's just, they're the ones who have to. And that's just, that's, that's the way. Uh, I'm just, but, I'm just learning yeah. this about the flowers. Let me uh, note that down. Oh, yes. uh, don't well, don't send yeah. flowers to yeah. the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're immunocompromised, again, it's just yeah. something that you would do. No, and um, it's like, yeah. none, none of this is. None of this is anybody crowing that it's a perfect no. solution. It's just that we no. have to weigh the costs and benefits. And when yeah. is doing that. She did not do that for quite a long time and really, really favored very restrictive sure. living. But I, I think she's in a saner place now. Like I said, based Leanna Wynn would have been nice a year ago. Even, yes, we'll take it now. Even, you know, even she has had enough but of course, uh, the response to this is that there's another variant on its way, yeah. right? And, 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 and if you don't have masks and airplanes, it's really on its way. I heard on the radio last night a doctor talk about the importance of getting young, really young kids vaccinated because according to this doctor on the radio, for the ones who get it, not actually mm -hmm. saying how many people are getting it, it's a top 10 killer. The insistence. Yeah on an exaggerating threat to children, I think is yeah. so wrong. It's amazing. Because you're freaking a lot of people out. Yeah. And it doesn't need to happen. No, they, they do want masks forever is the thing that they just do. In fact, they, the, the say, CDC they do got, it in Asia. The CDC got caught in a mistake in the sort of public-facing journalist-used database at called the COVID Data Tracker, where it had overcounted pediatric deaths. And so they removed 416 pediatric deaths from that yep. count, which had been somewhere up around 1,700. Mm -hmm. It is now down at about 1,400. But I talked mm -hmm. to people who know this data, mm -hmm. and there is another form of CDC data that has the count at under 1,000. Yeah. That Out count, right. Yes. Yeah. That count, by the way, the under 1,000 count, is the one that the federal government itself uses as the reliable count to argue for childhood vaccines. But this front-facing journalist-serving database has a number that is some four or 500 deaths larger. Yeah. And guess which one gets used? Oh, without yeah. a question. And the CDC is not, not real forthcoming about how to make sure that that kind of issue doesn't happen again. No, again. This is, it, a, this is a pattern here. This is a pattern here that has not been a pattern elsewhere in the world where yeah. they have not exaggerated these things. And as a result, yeah. went to school. <laughs> That's went right. To school. Went to school and they were fine.
they were fine. The New York Times COVID tracker, by the way, for example, when I check out Arlington County, you know, they, uh, they no longer follow the CDC case count considerations, because if you go to the CDC, it'll tell you that Arlington is a low to mild county in terms of catching and getting COVID. And because it's low, the CDC says we're free to, you know, roam about indoors, outdoors without masks. So because they say that the New York Times is no longer basing any of their things on that. It's good. It's like, ignore them. The cases are still extremely high. Keep wearing masks. What a last story for today, Vic, you'll enjoy this. Are gains racist? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. This is an Please MSNBC. Explain. This is an MSNBC opinion piece. It is not an editorial like the Washington Post, but I still I'm blown away that that was an editorial. That was the Yeah, I know, editorial the institutional I, voice I, of the Washington Post. Believe uh, me, I did a double take. Whew. Pandemic fitness trends have gone extreme, literally. White supremacist's latest scheme to valorize violence and hypermasculinity has gone digital. This is by, an, I believe, an American university professor. Uh-huh. It appears the far right has taken advantage of pandemic at-home fitness trends to expand its decade-plus radicalization of physical, mixed martial arts, and combat sports spaces. Earlier this month, researchers reported that a network of online, quote, fascist fitness chat groups on the encrypted platform Telegram are recruiting and radicalizing young men with neo-Nazi and white supremacist extremist ide- ideologies initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive physical changes, new recruits are later invited to closed chat groups where far-right content is shared. First of all, I would wonder what this particular writer thinks is far-right content. It's yeah, that's... Like, like three Fauci memes in. She's like, holy, right. we got to shut this right. down. Right. We're going right. to shut this right. down. Right, right, right. Uh, like the Southern Poverty Law. Now, the, now this is my favorite. Right. This is three paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Three paragraphs in. Physical fitness has always been central to the far-right in Mein Kampf. Hitler fixated on boxing and jujitsu, believing they could help him create an army of millions whose aggressive spirit and impeccably trained bodies, combined with fanatical love of the fatherland, would do more for the German nation than any mediocre tactical weapons training. That is wow. three paragraphs from doing curls at home to Mein Kampf. <laughs> to Mein Kampf. You know, I, it's like it's like the, the author is picturing, I don't know if you've ever seen Oliver Stone's JFK, you know, yeah. and there's this brief scene where it's like this, this gay orgy with Kevin Bacon and Tommy Lee Jones and Joe Pesci. And Wallace, it's quite, if you haven't seen the movie, it's quite an image. And in the background is Lenny Riefenstahl's Triumph of the Will. You know, I mean, so it's like, this is what's happening over here. You know, it's all combined in one, you know, it's all happening. Oh yeah. So I I guess the message is if you want, if you want to fight white supremacy, become a fat schlub. Well, I mean, so here's the the problem that I have with some of this, like indeed some of this might be dangerous in the hands of uh, sure. extremist idea sure. groups, right? They also not denying that they don't. Th- they also, if they, they also, if they're not plotting anything, have the right to have fitness groups, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> they, even Wait, if I how find, dare even, they exercise? Even if I hate their ideology, they can exercise together and pass off bad memes. That is a yeah. thing that they're allowed yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, this this notes a series of collaborative efforts between governments, national sports associations, and local gyms in places like Germany, Poland, and the United Kingdom, places without the freedom of speech protections we have, have introduced (laughs) intervention and prevention programs. Uh, We are far behind on this, says the author, Mm -hmm. suggesting that we should should be intervening in this kind of thing. And what annoys me about this is that it puts mere fitness Mm -hmm. and turns it into a pathology, when in fact, 
trying to stay fit while you're at home during the pandemic is not a white supremacist thing. It should not be aligned with it. You should not make people try to, or you should not try to shame people for like have a weight set at their house. This might be like, this might be, you know, they might be, they might be hewing to the white nationalist line a little too closely here. It's like the stupid okay symbol. Don't let white nationalists have the okay symbol. Don't let them have the weights. Mm -hmm. We're normal people are allowed to use them. Yeah, you know, those, those, the, the, the fascists who, you know, wave and say hi, I can't wave anymore because they do the same thing now. Oh it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, the okay thing sign now. always gets me like, what? Yeah, okay. Even, yeah. e- even if this stupid thing became something that they use, don't give it to them. Yeah, exactly. It's, my, it's ours. So, you know, whatever it is, it's, and by the way, the okay symbol thing is a long running uh, game that kids play where, uh, oh, yes, yeah. They, they try to, you know, if it, it has to be below the waist. And they have their hand in that okay symbol. And if they catch you, if you get them to look at it, then you get to like slap them on that or something like that. You get bopped. You get bopped. And and that and that still thinks so. I mean, my daughter doesn't I'm like, what are you doing? Don't you know? I believe it was, I can't remember if it was West Point or Naval Academy, but one of one of those students at a at a game was reprimanded for what looked like playing that game, but it was an okay symbol. Another another guy, I believe is in California, was driving the truck for his like you know hvac company and had an okay sign out the window at some point and if well, someone on it. twitter took a picture of it and that guy lost his job i mean we are doing insane but there's no cancel culture no that, that I, it's all made up it's in your head one last thing on this fitness story vic at the very end of this op-ed one paragraph from the end the penult- penultimate, penultimate paragraph to be sure <laughs> Fitness, of course, is a stable and a hobby for a staple and a hobby for many people for whom it is enjoyable and rewarding for brain health and overall well-being. Physical fitness channels dopamine, adrenaline, and serotonin in ways that literally feel good, intertwining those feelings with hateful and dehumanizing ideas while promoting the concept that physical warriors are needed to create the strength and dominance to defend one's people from a perceived enemy makes for a dangerous and powerful cocktail of radicalization. Look, I'm glad she offered one and a half sentences to the idea that a bunch of normal ass people work out all the time. <laughs> That's really assuring. Just, just, you know, just be careful. Yeah. Those weights are taking you ever closer to the edge. I think we have one or two things we want to get to. One of the things I wanted to, before we get to, I think reviews, if you don't mind, you had sent me a, a link to a, a Twitter thing about a video taking place in Ukraine where the Ukrainians are, you know, going through their, their day, you know, trying to, uh, yes. you know, clean up and, 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 and while they're doing this, uh, a kid is playing Bon Jovi. Yes. So this is, this is a gift for our resident Jersey guy. Thank you. Vic Bon Jovi himself retweeted this video. Oh, taken, that's great. Taken in Odessa where there is a full on drum kit and a and a sound system out here while people are you can hear that and there's a there's a giant dump truck and a bunch of people out on the sands of the odessa beach gathering sand for sandbags ostensibly to use for protection inside the the city there they are it's pretty great they got a little it, 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 Everybody's it, singing. It's like it's like a, it's like you're watching an actual video, and it's to the Bon Jovi song "It's My Life." 
right? And it, it, it's now or never, I don't want to live forever, which is, I mean, this is good. You know, I mean, this is, and it's funny because it's further appropriate. This is their life. This is what they're doing now. This is how they have to get through day to day. And I'm so glad because, you know, in the first week, it would have been more like living on a prayer. Yes. <laughs> good one. You know, good one you, know, you know, Putin, he really wanted Zelensky dead or alive. Oh, I see why we're doing this. I brought this up, Mary Kathy. It's the only reason I brought this up. Okay, I'll stop now. I'll stop. It's No, you don't have to. I feel like I'm on board for all the Bon Jovi. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, no, no. Um, I should have thought of some myself. So, and he, John Bon Jovi tweets it with, this is for the ones who stood their ground, which is a line in that song. Oh, So a nice, a nice moment. I like to say, by the, the Jersey way, rocker and the Ukrainian people. Yes, thank you. And I, I want to say, you know, living on a prayer for the longest time, I thought the lyrics were about Tommy and uh, Tommy who works at the docks. And then, and I thought it was Gino works at the diner all day. <laughs> and so Kate's like, so what, Tommy and Gino are living together? So you had a, you move? had an, yeah, that was an early sort of uh, same sex, uh, very progressive romance. Yeah. It's Tommy That's and nice. Gino. You know, it's they a big were, deal. Oh, they were living on a prayer. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Oh. Don't make sure you're not working out too much, though, guys. That's okay. right. That's, that's right. And, and did you want to quickly a uh, shout out to re- about reviews? Oh, oh people reviews. Are... People say nice things about us, so we're gonna we're gonna amazingly read some of them. yes. And we only wrote <laughs> half of these, by the way. No, I know, I know. We we work hard on that too. We'll start with refreshing and honest. I look forward to this podcast which is a smart and thoughtful review of current events. The banter between the hosts is refreshing and clever. So glad I discovered it. Bravo. Thank you so much. That's KDM64. This is the one I referenced earlier, which I really love. (laughs) Really tired of the mask complaints. Five stars. (laughs) Love the show. Love MKH. Love Vic. Love the rapport and banter. Nevertheless, I have somewhat... I have something against the... Because you won't stop complaining about masks. COVID is over. How are y'all not tired of talking about it? I mean, halfway fair. I, I know, I know. I can thank you very much for the five stars. And I completely agree. Another thing about the masks, by the way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> by the way, uh, a really nice thing to do is give thoughtful critiques with five stars. I, oh, yeah. I enjoy good. that kind. That's I'm a millennial. Good. I'm a millennial. You need to pad your criticism of me with some, with some compliments. That's how I work. Wonderful. Uh, Let's see. MKH and Vic are the podcast version of Regis and Kathy Lee. Remember them with the roles reversed. I don't know what that means for you, Vic. I'm Kathy Lee. Uh, she, you know, I, she was married to Frank Gifford. I like Frank Gifford. That's fun. This show has become my first listen when it's released. Nice to start the day with a lighter take on current events. Not, not as light, not as a uh, light as we usually are today. But uh, no, but, well, we know. were. It was, but it was, it was a full dose. They got a full dose. Yes, full dose. So we will, okay. we will continue to check in on some of these. We appreciate you guys leaving them. It really helps out the show. And that wraps up another edition of getting hammered remember you can subscribe to us on itunes google play and stitcher tell your friends to continue to leave such lovely reviews and you can follow me on twitter at victorina mattis i am mary Catherine ham i'm at mk hammer on substack and twitter you can find me at mk hammer time on instagram it has been great to hang out with you guys this has been a nebulous media podcast (laughs) 